0: So before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you in on some big news. My future youth scholarship opens up exactly once per year, and I am so freaking excited to announce that applications are now being accepted for this year's scholarship. This is my signature program, and it is six months of one-on-one coaching that is designed to help you shift your mindset, own your expertise, gain visibility, and close sales on repeat so you can truly thrive in life and business it is a absolute game changer and i am so excited to be offering it to you completely free if you are selected as a winner for the scholarship this is a life and business changing opportunity and it only comes around once a year so you definitely want to download the application fill that out and send it back to me so that you have the chance of winning this year's scholarship now the exciting part is because i have run this multiple years you also get to hear from past participants exactly what it is like to work with me and what their experience was in our work together Honestly, I love sharing these episodes because I know that it's one thing for me to talk about mindset and sales and go on and on about the incredible results that my clients get and it's a completely different thing to hear it from them. So that's exactly what we're doing today because i i know that hearing it in their own words hearing exactly how that transformation unfolded and just knowing that it's possible for them which means it's possible for you is a game changer in itself so that's what we're diving into in today's episode My clients get incredible results, period. But I know it's one thing to have me say it and a completely different thing to hear it in their own words. So today I'm re-airing my chat with Future You Coaching Scholarship participant Chelsea Blackwell about the mindset shift that made the absolute biggest difference in our work together. We're going deep on the mindset work it takes to stop managing the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of others and what to do instead for more results. This is the exact mindset shift that literally changed Chelsea's life and business. We talk about how mindset and sales coaching supported Chelsea in increasing her rates by five times what she was charging before, plus how she got fully booked out with a wait list, and you can too. If you're someone who's afraid to raise your rates because of what others might think, is worried about how your clients really feel about working with you, or constantly feel like you're at the whim of inquiries or referrals, this episode is going to be a game changer for you. So be sure to tune in for the entirety of today's episode so you can hear what Chelsea has to say. And then also be sure to head over to my website, click on the little announcement bar in the header, and that will take you to the application so that you can download that, fill that out, and have a chance at winning this year's scholarship. I cannot wait to read your application. You can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Chelsea Blackwell. Chelsea is a branding expert and business mentor for designers. She specializes in holistic brand strategy and identity design, along with supporting other designers to build the business of their dreams. Her mission is to help you come home to your business because she believes that your business is a place that should feel like home. Chelsea, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, Amanda, thanks for having me. I am so excited. Like there aren't even words. <laughs> so I'm so excited too. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit in your own words? Of course, I've read your bio, but I would love to hear what it is that you do and why you do it. Yeah, for sure. So kind of like you just said, I am a brand designer and strategist, and I've also pretty recently picked up coaching other designers on building their businesses, because there was a lot that I was struggling with in the past years that I have since um, learned so much about. And now I'm bringing that to the other side of my audience, which is designers. So my business is sort of twofold at this point. I love that so much. And I know that a lot of that journey I was able to experience along with you as you were last year's scholarship participant. So I have sort of an inside look on that, but I am just so excited to share with our audience a little more about what that experience was like, kind of where you were when we started working together and the transformation that transpired. So does that feel good to you? Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. Awesome. So, can you talk to me a little bit about why it was that you decided to apply for the scholarship? I had been following you for a while and I found like everything that you were doing to be really, really valuable and it just seemed like the dream opportunity. Like it it just it felt so right and I knew that you were the coach for me and that like, you know, made it accessible. So it was like obviously a no-brainer to apply and I'm just so infinitely grateful that I got to have you in my life for that time and um yeah the the results that you know we were able to achieve were incredible which I'm sure we will get into. Yes, oh my gosh, it was such a joy to have that six months coaching and just that experience and see how much your business grew during that time and how much you grew both personally and professionally during that time, because there were some curveballs in there too. Like it wasn't, you oh know, goodness. as straight of a trajectory that I think sometimes people think it is. I think that there's sometimes this idea when it comes to growing a business that if you have a coach that it's, it's, a straight shot, right? Like <laughs> it's, it's mm-hmm. sort of like the easy button. And I think that, you know, I truly believe that coaching will always move your business forward further faster, but I think that that's because you have support through the challenges that come up. So can you just tell me a little bit about where you were in your life and business at the time that we started working together? I know that you were living in Bali at the time. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so funny to think about because I think I would have applied like nearly this time last year. And I feel like my life and my business, like they're, they're unrecognizable. And me as a person, I feel like a different person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But so I guess, yeah, when I had applied, um, I had been in business for about a year, maybe a year and a half. And I had really just like plateaued and things were fine, but I wasn't booking clients consistently. Like I wasn't consistent with anything really. Like I was kind of at that phase where I was doing my business full time, but I was still sort of almost treating it more like a hobby than a business. Mm -hmm. So yeah, does that answer the question? (laughs) Yeah, totally. I think that I'm trying to think back to some of our first calls together. And I remember that consistency piece being a really big thing. And I I remember talking to you about scheduling and time management and how to kind of start like wrangling your time a little bit better. And <laughs> I still remember the deer in the headlights look that you gave me when I started talk to, talking to you about Google Calendar and like <laughs> time blocking and how that all could work for you. And you were like, I just don't think I can do that. (laughs) I remember remember one day you like said, oh yeah, just make a spreadsheet. And my eyes like glazed (laughs) over like, who does she think I am? I don't even know where to find like spreadsheets. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I've come a long way. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Even the Google calendar thing, I was like, what are you talking about? But um, no, it ended up being super, super helpful, obviously. Um, (laughs) 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 so good. I think that that's just like so incredibly valuable to bring up because it can feel hard sometimes, right? In the beginning of things, when someone asks you to open up a spreadsheet and you're like, I don't even really know where the Google sheets button is. It can really be like, I mean, that's kind of, it's twofold, right? Like it's the the practical actions, but it's also the mindset to be like, yeah, you might not know where the Google Sheets button is, but you can find it. And I'm very confident that you can create the calendar, create the spreadsheet, create the thing, and that it's going to help long-term. So I think that it's really both, right? It's the mindset and the practical actions. And I think that that's one of the things that I loved most about our work together is you were always so available, Even if you weren't necessarily on our Zoom calls, you came back like two days later and you're like, yeah, 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 I did that thing. And it actually helped a lot. So like like, moving on, right? (laughs) And I think that that was like such a gift in our work together because you never really fought me on anything, right? You were never really like a hard no to anything I suggested. You always kind of warmed up to the idea. And I think that that's one of the reasons that you were able to move through challenges so quickly is because even if you weren't necessarily very excited about an idea or a shift at the time, you definitely warmed up to it and you were definitely willing to try things. And I think that that was such a benefit. It's so funny because I remember so many times you suggesting something on the call, like a tweak to the way that I was running my payment schedules. And on the call, I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Like, <laughs> no. Nah. And then like a month later, I came back to the call and I was like, yeah, so I did what you said and it changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're a genius. I think like that's what I'm talking about, right? Is like, even if it didn't feel great at the time, you were willing to try it down the line. And I think that that is just something I give you so much credit for because it was you being willing to apply the shifts and and not sit in that place of, yeah, no, I'm good, but thanks, (laughs) right? So I would love to hear, is there one mindset shift in our work together that made the biggest difference for you? Yeah, so I think like the overarching theme of what I took away from our time together was learning to take ownership and responsibility for the things that we can control in our business and not focusing energy on the things that we can't control because we can't control them, right? Yeah, I feel like that's the main thing. Totally. I mean, I think that that was something that I really saw with you specifically because I remember reading your intake questionnaire and I remember you had like, you had like 12 goals on that list. (laughs) You were like, I want to do this and I want to launch this and this is a goal of mine. And I'm also going to do this other thing. And then I would like to also start the second part of my business. And I just remember thinking like, okay, like this girl has got some dreams. Like we can work with this. And I think that that was something that was... Super interesting as you built momentum through the future you program, because in the beginning, I remember we were having conversations around pricing increases and how to really show up in your marketing consistently and what to even talk about and, you know, how to show up even if you didn't feel like it or your content didn't necessarily resonate with you as much as it did when you wrote it. Like those were a lot of the things that we worked on. But I would say that like, as we moved through the program you just kept going right and i think that that was such a gift because you just you would (laughs) do one thing you would promote one thing and then you would be on to the next thing (laughs) and Mm -hmm. we would promote that and then you would be on to the next thing right Mm -hmm. but i think that you got to a certain point where it didn't the thoughts and feelings that it might not work or the thoughts and feelings like can i really raise the rate on this or the thoughts and feelings that came up when you were talking about hiring a VA and like things like that, they stopped being, oh my gosh, is this going to work out? Like, will this happen the way I want it to? Will I actually be able to sell this? And it started being like, well, I'm just going to keep going, right? I'm going to sell the thing. I'm going to launch the program. I'm going to do the semi-custom brands. I'm going to start the coaching arm of my business. And it just like that momentum continued to build so much. But I think that's really because of what you're talking about here. You really started to take ownership for the pieces that you can control in your business. So I think that what comes up for me there is like not trying to manage other people's feelings and emotions and how they're going to react to what you're launching or what your offers are and really going with what feels aligned to you. So can you talk to me a little bit about that and kind of what the shift was for you there, yeah, I think that the like not taking responsibility for other people's feelings and emotions is like a huge one because I feel like I will or I used to at least. I mean, I think it's something that we all still struggle with a little bit is like making assumptions about other people, so like, let's say you send off a presentation and they don't reply right away. I would like start to catastrophize like, Oh my God, they hate it. I'm a horrible designer. Mm -hmm. Like all these thoughts that are just simply not true. Right. And -hmm. something that you taught me was to always look for the concrete evidence um, rather than making up these stories in your head. And that's so valuable. Totally. I mean, I think that there would be some instances where you'd be like, but they haven't heard from me in a few days. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That's how businesses are run. Like, it's okay, right? But oh, we would go on funny. these like mental, like, Tangents where it's like, but they must think that I'm not working on their project, or they must be wondering where it is right now, or they must be thinking all these things. And when we can look at the concrete evidence and say, like, what evidence do we have that that's true? Like, is that actually something that's happening, or is that a story that I'm forming? It becomes so much easier to kind of release that story and let it go. Because most of the time, you were telling me how much your clients absolutely loved working with you, how excited. They were when they got their brand designs back, how excited they were to be working with you. So it really was never this like, oh my gosh, they hate me, but I totally understand how it it can feel that way at the time when you're like, they haven't heard from me in two days and they must think I'm not working, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that's the the real value of coaching is having like a third party that can sort of get you out of that hole that we dig ourselves into sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like I remember being like, if I, if I am working on my client's project, but I don't have a touch point with them that week, like, you know, yeah. Like you said, what if they think I'm lazy? What if they think I'm blah, blah, blah. And you were like, well, then just check in with them. Just email them. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But sometimes we get so in our own heads that we can't even see the obvious answer. Totally. And I think like most of the time that happens in more cases than it doesn't simply because we're so close to our own work. And I have clients say to me all the time, like, oh my gosh, how didn't I see that? And it's like, but but none of us see our own stuff. Like we all have blind spots. We all have things that we're just so in that we can't see the forest from the trees, right? And so the mm-hmm. value there is to is really having that other person to not only point out what's true and what the evidence really supports, but also to choose beliefs that really serve you. I think that like, could we have, stacked the evidence against you that all of these clients were mad at you I mean I'm sure if we really wanted to we probably could find reasons to believe that but that just ultimately doesn't serve you so I think it's really stepping outside of that story and saying like well what do we want to believe to be true and what are the strategic actions that we can take like checking in with them so that we feel like they feel supported and you feel like you can you know you know continue to run your business instead of being in this mental spiral that everyone's mad at you. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Totally. So I think that the other thing that came up that ties back to taking ownership of the things that we can control is pricing, right? I remember this was something that came up at the very beginning of our work together and something that we really did work through And like, not assuming that we know what other people can or can't afford. And I remember this being a topic that came up, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, because I mean, for for obvious reasons, right? I think there was a lot going on at that time. And I think that, you know, there were some concerns about online business and would people still need these services and like insert thought here. So can you talk to me a little bit about what the shift was for you there and kind of not taking that on as something that you needed to manage or worry about or control? Yeah, totally. So I think that I had been so used to like being a broke student and like not having a bunch of disposable income myself, that I was like projecting that onto other people and telling myself, well, like, oh, well they probably won't even be able to afford, yada, yada, yada. The, the reality is that, is that we never know what's in other people's wallets. And we also have to own the, the value and the transformation that our services actually give. Totally. And I think that was like a big thing And just realizing that you weren't necessarily your ideal client. And I think that that is just like so valuable to recognize. And I think that anyone listening to this right now is probably being going like, oh, as they like Mm -hmm. nod their head. Because I think that we kind of get into this mindset where we're like, well, I would never pay this for my service or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that I remember feeling that way in design, right? Like, I definitely would not have invested in like a full-fledged custom website. But I also wasn't trying to land HGTV pilots or get featured in anthropology. So I think that it it made a lot of sense for my clients who really did invest at that high level and that really specialized kind of web design. But I remember feeling that way um, specifically in design because I was like, I would never pay this for a custom website, one, because it comes so easily to me, right? Sometimes we can't see our own genius. (laughs) But I think that the other piece of that is like, but I just didn't have the same goals. I wasn't in the same place in my business. Like I wasn't, that wasn't congruent for me. And I think that you really came to the same conclusion there when we were having a conversation and I was like, but are your clients, you know, broke students? (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that that was like such an eye opener because when you can step outside of that it makes it so much easier for you to show up as an expert rather than really trying to like make sure that everyone is comfortable with your pricing. Like quite honestly, some people won't be comfortable with your pricing. Right. And that means Mm -hmm. that they can find someone who is a better fit. But I think that just removing that like need to caretake on the other end and like make sure that like everyone on earth can afford us is, I mean, it, we would just never hit it, right? Like it's totally impossible. Um, so I just love that shift so much. I think that the main thing with pricing is um, being confident in the price that we choose. Because if you're on a sales call and and you, you say a price, but you don't believe that it's worth that, like that mm-hmm. comes across and that person's not going to book with you. It's all about like knowing that the value is equal to the service that you're providing and you have to know that in your core, otherwise it's not going to work. So there's like a huge confidence piece that also goes along with this. Totally. And I think that that's one of those things where it's kind of about finding the sweet spot between what you are excited to charge because I think that sometimes we undercharge because we're trying to caretake and then we're not excited to actually sell it. Right. we're like, oh, well, that doesn't actually seem that great because like all I would make is this. So when you're like actually excited to get paid what it is that you're charging, that's a game changer in itself. But also being able to feel confident in those rates, be confident in the idea that like your offer is value packed. And you are like totally worth what it is that you are charging right now and you provide so much value and they're going to be like, I always think that when you can say this is like the deal of the century for my next client because they are going to get like such an incredible amount of value out of this that is like the best spot to be in. When you're excited to charge it and you know that they're going to get an incredible amount of value, the sweet spot between those two is just like the best place to be in because then you're showing up on sales calls in an entirely different way. And I think that that was something that you found in your pricing too as you raised your rates. I mean, I don't know. Can you tell us where are your rates now compared to where they were when we started working together? Like my highest package, I guess, is like five times. Yeah, that's (laughs) insane. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, I think that undercharging is not good for anybody, including the client. Because when you undercharge, as the project moves along, and I see this in my clients all the time, they start to resent the client. Because they're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not profit. Like I'm losing money at this point, you know? And then the project yeah. doesn't turn out as good because how can you put all your love and passion into something when you're like, oh my gosh, I'm losing money right now. Like this is scary. Um, so undercharging does not benefit anybody. No, I totally agree. 100%. And I think that like... like- five times what you were charging when we started is amazing. But I think that's such a testament to how much you've really embodied the expert role in your business and how I feel like I've just watched you transform so much just from like how you're showing up in your marketing, how you're showing up on social media, like the things that I hear you talk about, the way that you are coaching other designers now, like all of that is just like such a like, leaps and bounds from when we started together. So how did you really step into that role? Like, was there, like, one shift? Do you think it was, like, a series of shifts? Did you just wake up one day feeling different? Like, tell us a little bit about what that process was like for you. Oh, that's a hard question. (laughs) I mean, it definitely wasn't that I woke up one day. I think that it was, like, incremental. Um, So, like, putting in more and then getting more out and saying like, okay, this is working and then continuing to build on the things that were working, I guess. But yeah, it's also like all about having the right support. I think. Totally. I think that that's kind of where that value is, because I think that it's, it's the support that helps you move into like that next version of yourself. At least that's what I've felt to be true. It kind of helps you to keep from slipping backwards is what (laughs) is like kind of how I like to think about it because you just have someone who's so close to you and your work and your dreams and your goals and knows like kind of what knows your blind spots and knows your stuff, so they can call you on your BS. And I think that's the biggest difference. I think is just having someone who's like constantly like helping you move into that next level of you. It doesn't mean that there aren't challenges. It doesn't mean that you don't have mindset wobbles or that there aren't dips. It's just that you have the support to get back up again. And I think that that's where a lot of people slip is because they'll have a dip or a mindset wobble, and then they'll want to like go 180 in the other direction. Right. (laughs) Or they'll want to like, you know, like I can't raise my prices then, or I can't launch this thing or no one wants it, or I can't show up consistently in my marketing. So they just kind of like stop and stay stagnant. And I think that's where coaching really shines is because you have someone there to keep you going, to keep you moving forward. And I think that that's really what I saw in our work together too, was that like, you were very forward facing, right? Like you did not spend a lot of time looking backward at what wasn't working. You were very much in the mode of, oh no, I am like already on to the next thing. Like, I think that at the point that you like raised your prices, redid your investment guide, like redid like a bunch of, brand materials, you were already creating semi-custom brands that you were planning on launching. And then I think by the next time I talked to you, you had already created a wait list. Like that was how quickly you moved. And that's not to say that, you know, Everyone should move that quickly or like things need to happen that fast for everyone. But I think that the fact that you were always on to the next thing and not necessarily looking back and being like, oh, well, that didn't really work or that really wasn't that great like that. That was not you at all. You were were, like on to the next thing faster than I could keep up sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, we would like get to the call two weeks later and I'd be like, okay, so total change of plans. This is what's (laughs) happening now. Um, But no, I think that like for anybody who is like me, like that kind of person that has a million plates spinning in the air and all these different ideas, coaching is so important because you have somebody to like run all these crazy ideas by who knows your business and then they can be like, okay, wait, 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 like let's pick one thing And then we're going to like go hard on that. And then we're going to move to the next thing. And I feel like when you're on your own and you're someone like me who wants to do all these things, it can just be really, really overwhelming. And then you end up not moving forward as quickly. Totally. I think that there was like in the beginning, I think there was a time when you were like, but I want to do these four things. (laughs) I was kind of like, okay, well we can, but like, let's pick one. (laughs) Oh yeah. And I think that's totally normal. I, especially, especially in creative fields, right? Like, I think we all have a little bit of that in us, where we're like, but I want to do it all. And I want it to happen yesterday. And why isn't it here yet? Right? <laughs> oh, so good. Um, And then like, the other thing I would say is like, I, I don't want to make it sound like all of this was like, super easy either, right? Like, I think that we definitely did have a fair amount of calls where, you know, there were like challenges to work through or things that like weren't as much fun or you were just like flat out overwhelmed. So how did you kind of like move through some of those more difficult or kind of crappy parts of your business? <laughs> yeah, there were tears. <laughs> um, I think that it's really just about having the mindset of like, you know, if something's not working, you can name it and acknowledge that it's not working, but then you just always have to move forward. Like, okay, that's not serving me any longer. So what's the next thing? What's the next, you know, uh, next best step, the next incremental thing that I can do that, you know, might shift me in the right direction. And, and uh, like coaching is so huge for that to have somebody when you are feeling like, total crap and like nothing's working have somebody that can sort of give you all the evidence and reasons as to why you know what it actually is working it's just you know you're having a hard day or week or whatever totally and I think like part of that goes back to owning the parts that you can I remember one conversation that we had where you were you had had like a flood of inquiries and you were like on top of the world and then like two weeks later you were like it's dead. What happened? <laughs> like, why? Like, where did they go? Why did they all dry up? I'm paraphrasing. But can you talk to me a little bit about what that experience was like? And what kind of shifted you out of that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. this is like my favorite. Um, so like you had said, I had about a month where the inquiries were insane. Like I had multiple sales calls every day. I was getting booked out, I think like three months in advance and then like a month passed and there were two weeks where I think I literally didn't have one inquiry at all. And I came to our call and I was like, Oh my gosh, like what's happening? I'm so worried. I had just gotten so excited because it felt like things were clicking and now like, H- has everybody dried up? You know, has Corona made people stop wanting to, you know, develop their brands, etc.? And you said to me, "Well, what's the energy that you're putting out into the world right now?" Like, let's check in. Do you feel super, super stressed out, and like at this point in time, you don't have capacity for more clients? And I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm full." And you were like. <laughs> Well, there you go. Like, your energy is that you're, you know, not stressed, but you're full. You're at capacity. You're not open to new clients right now. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's kind (laughs) of like – and it it sounds a little bit woo-woo, but I feel like anybody listening to this podcast, like, they get it. Um, Yep. It's it's such an energy shift to put out into the universe. Like, I am – open to clients and it it comes across in your energy in your marketing people can tell if you're super stressed out and on sales calls people can tell if you are if you have room for them and you're excited and you're going to be able to help them along on their journey so that was huge totally and i mean it shifts the power back to you which i think is like so key here because i think that where we can struggle in business is thinking that everything is happening outside of us, right? Like we're at the whim of referrals or we're waiting for that next inquiry to come in or like, where is it already? And it kind of leaves you sitting on your hands, like waiting for the bus. And That's like, again, not the right energy to be in, to be in this kind of like, I create my reality, I am in charge of seeing the results I want, I have the power to create the results I want. So I think that what I love most about what happened in this situation is just the amount of ownership that comes from realizing that you are the one that is creating that reality, which also means that you are the one that can shift it. And I think that that's really what happened here because that was like, I mean, that happened in like a minute flat where you were like, oh, that makes so much sense. And then like that didn't come up again. Like then you were good. Like then you got into a different energy and then you just like made different decisions in your business too. Like you were sold out on your wait list. So I think that was when we started um, talking about coaching and how we could start implementing more of that in your business. So I think that really identifying that, you know, it really does start with us (laughs) and taking ownership for those pieces is so much more helpful because then you can get into action. Then you can make really strategic decisions from that place. Then you can get into the right energy instead of feeling like everything's happening at arms length. Does that feel true? Totally. I mean, the easy thing is to say like, oh, you know, it's because of corona or, you know, it's it's everybody else's fault, but at the end of the day, like you said, like you are Responsible for the results that you see in your business. So if you're finding that you're not getting inquiries, we need to look at your marketing. Are you even marketing? You know? And this is why I felt so passionate about bringing the coaching service to my fellow designers because I struggled for so long, you know, hoping that clients would find me and they did, but it wasn't super consistent. And that's where that, you know, taking responsibility piece comes in. Yes. Oh my goodness. So freaking good. I am so excited to announce that I am now accepting applications for this year's Future You Scholarship. This means six months of one-on-one mindset and sales coaching and all the magical results that come with it completely free. My business has undergone some massive transformations over the years. I'm talking my best year in business, my highest income months ever, and more impact all around. Not only that, but my clients have achieved incredible results with support, and many of them have had their highest income months in our work together, like 2K, 5K, 11K, all the way up to 18K months. I'm so proud and I'm feeling incredibly grateful. I also know that the single best way to keep the good vibes flowing is by passing the gift that is a thriving life and biz right along to you. So in the spirit of gratitude, I'm giving away more than ever before. I'm taking a private one-on-one client through my six-month future you mindset and sales coaching program on a full scholarship. That means you, me, six months for free. Yep, the very same program that takes you from feeling like nothing is working in your business to shifting your mindset, owning your expertise, putting yourself out there, gaining visibility, and closing sales on repeat to thrive in both life and business. The very same program that would normally cost you $6K can be yours with this Future Youth Scholarship. The best part? I know you don't have a ton of time, so I made this application process easy peasy. Download the application by clicking the link in the show notes Applications must be received by Saturday, November 13th, and I cannot wait to read yours. So I know you have an ideal client workbook. Can you share with us a little more about that? And we'll be sure to link that in the show notes. Yeah, totally. So it's a pretty short workbook and it sort of walks you through ways that you can look to define your ideal client, which is super, super important to know before we even look at creating a marketing plan for you. Um, because we need to know exactly who we're talking to in order to reach them and resonate with them. So it's just a little exercise um, that you guys can do at home to work through those key questions. Oh, so good. And Chelsea, if people love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? They can find me at Honey and Co-Creative on Instagram and www.honeyandcocreative.com. Beautiful. Chelsea, it was an absolute honor to coach you over those six months. It was such a joy. I am so incredibly proud of you and how much you've transformed and all the results you've created in your life and business. So I cannot thank you enough for being open to this experience. I am just so, so grateful to you. I'm so grateful. Like truly you changed my life and my business and all the things. And I'm so grateful for yeah, that time. Oh, so wonderful. All right, Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash Shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. so grateful that I got to have you in my life for that time oh my gosh so good um do you have emails turned on or something like that I feel like I keep hearing like a ding do you know how to turn it off